Greg Wall and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. Welcome to episode 102 of Smart Enough to Know Better. It's a podcast of science. And comedy. And ignorance. I'm Greg Wall. And I'm Dan Beeston. What have you been up to this week in science? I saw The Martian. I'm so excited. Oh, the, the film. The film was starring. Not but, The Martian. Not The Martian. Well, well, there's probably more than one. Hang on. Uh, oh. but, uh, secret's out. But no, I went and saw the movie The Martian starring Matt Damon, written, the book originally written by Andy Weir. It's so good. Do they have running water? No, no, that's supposedly, they, they came out, Ridley Scott came out and said that saying, look, we kind of knew that already when we were making the movie. We decided we weren't going to change it to fit it in. I don't think it's actually changed it. People are like, oh, you could have found the water on it. But you're like... It's like Mars is a planet. It's really big, and and therefore not everything's in one spot. It's like going where we are right now. We're going to find all the deserts. Well, you're like, well, Look, no. I have seen coastal. Star Wars. I know how other planets are <laughs> yeah, like. They're all the same. Hoth is all ice. Yep. Tatooine all desert. That's exactly right. Death Star all Death Star. Yeah, Didn't we do a sketch about like the tropical zones on Hoth? Did we like, come to? Come to Tropical Hot. If we had, we should go and check. That's a good idea. We should probably do that. It's a good idea. Listeners, could you tell us whether we've done that sketch (laughs) or not? And if we haven't, we'll do it. Yay! Or maybe you could do it and we'd perform it for you. Welcome to Tropical Hot. (laughs) Come to Equatorial Hot. And the moon of Endor is actually all covered in forest. Redwoods. Yeah. Except maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a, a park. That's like a national park full of giant space redwoods that they keep the Ewoks in. And, and, and outside is a massive city. There's a whole city inhabited all by Ewoks. Yeah, we're walking around in little business suits and stuff and going, <laughs> have you heard about this lost tribe? <laughs> all they I wear are skulls. And... <laughs> That's right. Oh, well, actually, that Mark and his friend went on that, uh, went on that leadership retreat. They wore skins, they banged drums, they killed some stormtroopers. It was a great time. <laughs> I preferred when we took the whole place to Equatorial Hoth. <laughs> Anyway, The Martian, I really enjoyed it. I, I liked it. Not, I mean, yeah, it's a science movie. I get that. And that's really important that they showed science pretty accurately all the way through. I'm not going to talk about the accuracy. I didn't actually care. I watched it. I didn't go, oh, well, that's wrong. Uh, people who go watch that movie for that reason, get a life. Seriously, get a life. You, it's, you, know, you, don't, you don't watch movies for how scientifically goddamn accurate it was. I enjoy like gravity. People measuring how quickly things drop to yeah, the ground and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it just, Wait, people... that looks like Earth Gravity 1, yeah, not yeah. And like, G forces of 0.792. It's, and I just went, no, you don't watch for that reason. I enjoyed it. I liked the character. I thought he was engaging and not annoying. And I enjoyed what he went through. I enjoyed the fact that he got sad about things but was still determined to live. That was really kind of people going, well, if you were stuck on a planet, you'd be... I read some weird things about this and I'm, ugh, I found it odd people complain about the weirdest things I enjoyed it I thought it was really fun and I, it was it was long it was more it was two, more than two hours but I didn't feel bored at any point so there was always kind of like something else happening to keep you interested mm, so that sounds good go and see it I, right I really liked alley. it I really liked it and Donald Glover plays Arbed so Troy plays Arbed basically from Community that was exciting yeah it was it was good it was, it, was, it was fun. So they could do a Troy and Abbott on the beginning of Soul. Yeah, Soul 100 and something. Seven, two. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, yeah. that's well, I guess it's just morning. It's on just Soul 1. Soul 1 would be the first day of the mission and so on it goes. Is, so it resets for every mission. They haven't just gone. Yeah, so you know when. So it's so a curiosity. We're at Soul 172 or much, much further than that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, in the movie. In the movie, they actually have that. So they go, when the movie starts, they're on Soul 18. So they, they, they've been on Mars for 18 days. Ah, all right. Starts. So anyway, go see The Martian. Give, you, give it your money. It's really worth it. I saw it in 3D. Come, nothing to compare it with. I don't really care that I saw it in 3D. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, Mars, the planet's in 3D, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's a sphere. It's or yes. a, a spheroid. It's yeah. not a circle. No. Yeah, look, I'm, ju- I'm just I'm just saying that I've learned more than the Greeks, the, the original Greeks. Um, they uh, who thought that they were all just pinpoints in the sky. Though they thought they were wanderers. That's planetary. That's what planetary means. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know what they thought they were. They knew the moon was like, like a ball. Yeah. And they knew the Earth was a ball. I'm trying to work out. Did they know the planets were balls? They wouldn't be able to resolve them. We wouldn't be able to resolve a disc. I've been saying the planets are balls for years. <laughs> the whole NASA thing. Balls. What's come out of it? <laughs> oh. So what have you been doing in science, Dan, besides annoying me, obviously? I bought some kinetic sand. Oh, awesome. Okay. I love that stuff. Kinetic sand. We've got some in the room right now. It looks like just a big pile of wet sand, yep. but it stays wet forever. That's a- <laughs> 
on the back of the box it says it's 98% normal sand yes. and 2% magic. It's silicon. It's, it's and then it gets a little asterisk plus and goes, plastic. the magic is a polymer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a high-tech polymer yeah. that bonds only to itself. I wish they would stop calling it. That's like the bloody people who make bloody... Oh, Nitro Genie ice cream out of nitro. Oh, uh, it, 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 it can't call it magic. It, it'll uh, it'll make uh, you happier to know uh, that the disclaimer is the same size text oh, as the oh, magic. Okay, that's pretty good. Like okay. it's very much a tongue in cheek. It's magic polymer. Yeah, good. Oh, good. It's good. magic science. Quick, everyone, look at the magic science. <laughs> get them in. You get, yeah, yeah, you get them in with the magic, and then true. you teach them with the science. That's true. That's true. But it's so much fun because it sort of bonds together like wet sand, and then it just stays there. For ages, mm, mm. and it doesn't get on your hands. Nice. So I've just got a big pile of sand in my bedroom. No worries about it getting into the carpet. You it's know, like, it's like the world's worst Zen garden because you, you couldn't. Oh, you can't rake it. I tried that. It, I've got a little Zen rake because this is actually an old Zen garden thing. And I was like, and I lost it. Yes. And then so I threw out the sand, and then I found the think tray, and I'm like, shit. Now I've got a whole bunch of sand, but in order for it to cover the bottom of the tray, I had to push it in with my thumbs. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a thing full of blue tack. Would children like that? If you got like a a whole container of kinetic sand that was like three, like a meter deep and like four meters long and you know, two meters across, put like a three year old in it to play. Would they would they be happy with that? Would they be like? Would they die? Oh, they play with play doh. Yeah, it's true. Lo- they love play doh. That's no, true. Okay, excellent. Yeah, it's somewhere between play doh and wet sand. Is it pee resistant? It's bacteria resistant. Oh, there you go. Wonder why. And water resistant. Yeah. No, I guess it would be. Let's find out. Let's find out. Dueling swords. Dueling swords. (laughs) Okay. This is an interview part of the podcast. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. Oh, yeah. This is the lost interview. Yeah. For long-term listeners of the podcast, you already know this, but everyone else... Many years ago, we interviewed a scientist. Well, no, she's not a scientist. She wasn't a scientist. Wasn't she? Her name was and still is. <laughs> she's not dead. Madeline O'Leary. Mm-hmm. She was a research assistant oh, at sorry. the University of Queensland. Uh-huh. And she was very emphatic when we talked to her that she is not an expert. Mm-hmm. She was talking about her experiences in the lab working with animals. Uh-huh. Which is adorable. So we interviewed her. And then we were like, oh, this is a great interview. And then, unfortunately, her boss said, yes, you could totally do this podcast. And so she did the podcast with us, and she was talking to her boss and her boss's boss, and her boss's boss went, f*** no, you can't. This is all DMA, NCP, DMCX, X gone, give it, DM, which is legally... You're not allowed to talk about... I can't believe you even told those two. You cannot let them broadcast it. So we lost an interview. So we lost an interview. But we did have some wonderful people step in to help out. We had Joel Gilmore. We had uh, Tal Waterhouse from iInet. And we had your friend from Canberra. Yes, yes. I remember all these interviews. The mini interviews. Yes, mini interviews. Yes. That would be episode 44, The Claw. (laughs) Go back and listen to that one. That's a long time ago now. Now, for reasons beyond our comprehension... I saw it at a party last weekend and I asked her whether we could broadcast it now. She said, yeah, that's all. That's years old. That's all that stuff's out of the bag. And no one cares. So, yes, the parties are beyond my comprehension, obviously. So now here's the interview. Now, I should warn you, in the interview, I'm quite tired because I was up at like three o'clock in the morning to sell stuff at markets. And so by this stage of the day, I'd gone a little bit screwy and... Also remember that this is about two and a half years ago, yes. and Greg and I weren't quite the uh, the brilliant interviewers <laughs> that we are now. That's right. There is a fair bit of stepping on everyone else's mm. discourse. Oh, there you go. And we are having an absolutely lovely time. The science that we delve into, a little bit shonky, but... <laughs> I'd like to think that sometimes that's what you come to this podcast for. That's right. You're not out there listening to Natural World or uh, Photon Parlor. You've come to Smart Enough Know Better, where it's not just science, it's science, comedy, and ignorance. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Madeline O'Leary. You said it wrong. Oh, nuts. Madeline. Madeline. Yeah. Madeline. Yeah. So Madeline's a bit too casual. No, it's just wrong. It's like calling me Madison, man. 
Why would he call you Medicine Man? That'd be really weird. That'd be like that'd be the, the world's most most well dressed superhero. Welcome, Medicine Man. Look at my Armani suit. <laughs> he'd he'd take off one yes. suit and there'd be another, another suit underneath. A nicer suit. Ah, Madison Man, we see you here. But but, but where has Maddie gone in her crappy suit? Not that you wear crappy suits. Wait, Madeline. Uh, uh, now you work. I didn't listen to where you worked at. Um, Center for Advanced Imaging. The Center for Advanced Imaging. That's awesome. It that's sounds like, like a paint studio. Or, or no, I, I was thinking that's like where Superman works, like with a su- X-ray vision. Like it's all su- about superheroes. Superman, can you? Wait, this, can you look through that wall? Yes, I can. Mm, that's quite advanced. Thank you. <laughs> but it's not about imaging for Superman or for oh, painting, no, is it? It's, it's for imaging brains. Yeah, yes, well, not necessarily brains, body parts as well. So it's just using a bunch of very high-powered magnets. We have about. <gasps> I'm excited. I'm excited. They're just big-ass Tesla coils. Yeah, <laughs> Madeline, you work with epilepsy. You study epilepsy. Is that correct? Well, my background's in psychology, mm-hmm. but um, I recently changed back to science because I'm really. Because <laughs> psychology is not a science. Take that, psychologist. Oh, <laughs> you're a terrible person. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. There are different parts of psychology that just aren't science. Yeah. But uh, um, crystals. Um, stop. Magic stop. roots. <laughs> That's not psychology. That's not psychology at all. So you work in psychology. In neuroscience. And in so neuroscience. Neuros- well, neuropsychology. And so how would one study epilepsy? How do you study epilepsy? It's a pretty unique way. Mm-hmm. It's well, actually... What's the standard way then, just uh... to get us started? <laughs> yeah. There's lots of different ways to study epilepsy. There's functional MRIs on humans. Mm-hmm. You can also do... That's, that's nuclear magnetic resonance imaging. Thank you very much. Yeah. They took the N out because it scares people. Really? It used to be NMRI. Oh. And, and people would go, nuclear? Huh? But what they, you know, because they're idiots. Uh, not realizing that it uses positrons. No, you're not idiots, I'm sorry. It's just positrons <laughs> and electrons. But it doesn't, yeah, anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> go on, MRI. So you can do fMRIs on humans. You can also use rats and mice. And there's this new cool way of doing it with zebrafish. Zebrafish. Oh, yeah. everyone loves zebra. I saw them in Wait, Finding like Nemo. Nemo. Yeah, no, he's a clownfish. Oh, he's a clownfish. But, but they're in. They're in there. The zebrafish are in. So, so you have a little zebrafish. That's cute. So, what, what do you just study them? No, well, we do a variety of things with them. Basically, we are inducing seizures in oh. them and cutting them up. How, <laughs> how does how does one induce a seizure in a in a fish like flashlights? Take him to a 3D movie? What? The area of research that we're doing is on prolonged febrile seizures, which are fever-induced seizures, which incur... You heat up the water. Yeah, you basically do. <laughs> you put them in special water baths, heat up the water. Special water baths. It's got a pot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit of salt in, bit of uh, oil. <laughs> but uh, basically you heat it up to a certain temperature. I think it's around 38 to 40 degrees oh. when they start seizing. And there's different levels of seizure activity oh. so we measure they have oh. a, an epileptic seizure in the same way that a human would not quite they do show tonic clonic seizure behaviors so that's that the mean? really violent sort of seizure behaviors is that the same is, is it mine is that like a grand mal is that, that yeah that, it's quite similar okay yeah so uh, what's going on in a human brain when they have Epilepsy. Well, it depends on the type or... of epilepsy. Mm. With prolonged febrile seizures, the area that is most affected is the hippocampus and the amygdala, which right. are actually um, found in the forebrain. The hippocampus is quite deep in the brain, isn't it? It's, it's one of the sort of, it's like, it looks like a horse. That's why it's the hippocampus. Is that right? I think that's right. She's looking at me strangely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super, super familiar with human brains. That's right. oh, okay. See, that's the problem. And not with human brains. It's not like, with human mm. brains. Fish brains and me are like best. Yeah, yeah, me, me neither. I'm not familiar <laughs> with human brains at all. Quiet, zombie boy. <laughs> but the thing is with zebrafish, everyone thinks it's kind of weird that we're working with zebrafish mm. because, mm. you know, they're fish. But evolutionarily, they're quite advanced brain-wise because they've been around a lot longer than a lot of mammals. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like rats and mice. So it's even more terrifying. What actually? What do you do with them? So you boil them and <laughs> you uh, and you wait. They make them seeds. What else do you do to them? Well, you observe the behaviours. Yeah, longitudinal lines. Stop long- boiling us. <laughs> well, uh, doing a longitudinal swimming will set you free. <laughs> that sort of stuff built built over the camp. So, yeah, at least the fish should behave. <laughs> oh, sorry. You could make them watch the other fish seize and keep them in line. Oh, what? duh. Oh, <laughs> duh. Okay. <laughs> I, oh. Oh, okay. Ooh. That was a bit dark. Yeah, well, you know, when we start going, oh, it's a. <laughs> no. So, we're doing um, this really cool longitudinal study that where you get little juvenile fish. Yes. Tiny, tiny fish. Oh. And seize them. Mm-hmm. Take the ones out that seize. So, I have to do this. Seize them! 
I had to do that. I'm sorry. Go on. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you had to do that. Um, I'll be cutting it out. <laughs> make, yeah, you make them seize. Then you remove them, put them in tank, raise them to one month, observe their behavior and see if they seize on their own. Oh. And then to so, adulthood and see if they seize as well. So when you so when you heat the water, just to get this straight, when you heat the water up, then um, once they seize, you've induced a seizure. Maybe there's some sort of physical damage to the brain. Yeah, well, there. Like a lesion. What or they found is that there isn't any damage, but there is a oh. chemical change. As opposed, oh, wow. yeah. What we're really looking at is whether or not there is a chemical change in the uh, the hippocampus and the amygdala, mm. and whether that is causing seizures in later life. Right. Because 30% of people who have prolonged febrile seizures tend to have mesial temporal sclerosis, which is just, it's a horrible behaviour sort of thing. I don't don't know heaps about it. Mm. And uh, temporal lobe epilepsy. Mm -hmm. So there's not a clear correlation between them, but they think that might cause that. Oh, okay. And to answer Dan's question before, epilepsy is like a misfiring in the brain, isn't it? So, so parts of the brain misfiring? It's a combination of different things. Oh, it's not just that, but right. that is one of the, right, the okay. reasons behind it. Because I heard, read somewhere, sorry, just, just dredging up old memories here, but that one of the ways they, they sometimes cut parts of the brain to, to disconnect parts of the oh, brain. Oh, yeah, yeah. They cut the corpus callosum, which, which is, is the membrane between the two lobes of the brain. That's like the bus on the computer. It passes information back and forth yeah. sort of thing. It's not necessarily misfiring. It's hyperactivity hmm. with prolonged febrile seizures is actually firing far too much. Right. Oh, it's Which you causes the erratic behaviours and the tonic-clonic seizure behaviour. Right. You put a baby fish, you, you give, give it a good hot bath, uh, <laughs> you raise it for a month, you see if it seizes, and how do you know if there's something going on in the brain? Do you, do you like, scan the fish brain? Do you release them into the wild? One day we'll be cutting up their brains. You're cutting up the... You're cutting up their brains. Yeah. So you'll be. You're we'll cutting, be... Hang on. Wait. So 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 you you study epilepsy by boiling a fish, waiting a month, killing it, and cutting up its brain. Uh, Sounds delicious. Well, I think I think maybe a month, maybe two or three or five months. Have you seen the movie Silence of the Lambs? No, I have not. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm I'm glad that we've got our back to the door, Dan, because I'm getting a little bit nervous about this. <laughs> not making a, a, a fish suit out of the fish. <laughs> is she not? Are you not? Are you, you're not making a fish suit out of the just uh... a little one. <laughs> it's a cat-sized one. <laughs> This is quite iridescent. (laughs) Look, it's a zebra costume for my cat. And she's got it. (laughs) And make it swim faster, too. You you can get the the glowing ones. There's actually some genetically modified ones where you can get glowing zebrafish, so you could have a glowing suit. (laughs) I'm sure that glowing would stop after the brain comes out. I'm very excited. Well, it could be be biochemical. It might have nothing to do with the brain. They're genetically modified, so they actually insert... Oh, a fluorescent gene from jellyfish. In. So, oh, so it's, it's so. It, so it, they actually glow. You actually glow, but they, so you put a certain light on them and they they, they reflect back. They're already, they, a, they're they're already a pretty pretty crazy color already. Oh right, yeah, oh, cool. just oh. in normal light. Oh, but, but if you, where do I get this amazing but, suit you from? Can, you, <laughs> but, if you, but if you kill it. How long does it take for the bioluminescence to stop? I haven't really sat down and thought about that because yeah, so. I'm not a creepy person. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! High five. Yeah, I just got called a creepy person by the person who boils fish and then cuts into their brain. How's that you feel? You be... oh, I need. See, to... She's Hannibal Lecter. He's creepy, but you're that you're Buffalo Bill, the one who's just... the woman down there. I got to find a scientific justification for my behaviours. Hopefully, ethics won't hear any of this. We'll be fine. Don't worry. No one, no one ethically listens to this podcast. Oh God, that's terrible. One thing I know about epilepsy is that if a human being has epilepsy, then not to hold them down because that's not a good idea. Mm. Like make sure that they're not going to hurt themselves and then when, they, uh, when they're finished, like, you know, put a pillow under them and stuff, mm. make, make sure they're comfortable. When they're finished, put them on their side in the recovery position. Mm. Are you wondering then, we do this, if we do this with fish? And whatever you do, don't, <laughs> before you go to that, make sure just for people that don't never put your hand Inside a um, they an epileptic will, person's they mouth, they will bite you. They will bite your finger off. My or sister, anywhere inside my... <laughs> an epileptic person. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. That's the whole creepy thing we're talking about again. Oh, sorry. Uh, the uh, my sister works. Uh, she's a speech pathologist, and she works with epileptic kids as well. Oh, used wow. to. And, and and that's the thing. She actually knows a guy who doesn't have a left thumb because it got bitten in his mouth and it took his thumb off. Oh man. So yeah, don't. I mean, the, the, the whole swallowing of the tongue thing. Just to our listeners, it's not true. You can't swallow your tongue. It is impossible. It's attached. It's it's all good. And just as Dan said, let them. Fit and keep put things away from them, and then put them in the recovery position mm. afterwards. 
This yeah. has been a public service announcement from SCGK. Yes, it certainly has. No, I was t- I was told this because I, I had a girlfriend once who said, oh, no, I sometimes have an epileptic attacks. And I said, so what should I do if you have it? And she goes, oh, you don't need to worry about that. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> so please so she told me, like... Please don't put things in me. Three days later, she had an epileptic <laughs> oh, attack. And I ended up spending half the day at the hospital. Wow. Looking at- oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. full on. So, yeah. So now that's you why, know, listen. That's why she's an ex. No. Wow, huh? I didn't realize how that came across. That was what? really. That was that was awful. That was awful. I didn't actually mean it that way. What did you mean? I, I didn't even get. I, no, no, it's no, fine. As a man, you couldn't deal with it. Yeah, and therefore you. Oh. No, that, that was all wrong. Anyway, anyway, back to the fish killer. I think we should now <laughs> the comments, put back to Maddie the fish. Madeline, sorry. Back to Madeline the fish Just killer. Just call me Maddie. It's so much easier. Okay, we will call you Maddie. Actually. <laughs> Yay! She's not Madeline. I said Madeline. Yeah, I know you did, but yeah. I'm saying don't call her Madeline. I wasn't going to. Anyway, back to Maddie and the fish killing. Or justify. Ke- or Kevin. Like she won't answer that either. No, Kevin's Kevin's better than Madeline. Right. <laughs> okay, Kev, no problem. <laughs> this is getting out of control. So, so you cut the brain up. So, what you what are you looking for in the brain? Um, basically, what we're doing is you dissect the telencephalon, which is one of the five major parts of a fish brain. Okay. So, you, how big is this fish brain? Oh, it's tiny. So you think the fish are about about that big? So it's like that. three. <laughs> it's about that big is not a good uh, audio. <laughs> suddenly, view. The, suddenly, Alyssa's like, "It's a whale." <laughs> three three centimeters. Oh wow! It's really, really small. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the brain would be about half a centimeter to a centimeter. That's a big. That's a big brain for for an oh, animal. Maybe a little bit that's smaller. It. Maybe I'm not very good at. <laughs> numbers <laughs> numbers but basically i have to do it all under a microscope is it a complicated brain is it compared to a human brain with all the lumps and the folds and the bits and the um, they don't have as many folds oh, you okay. find that the more, more intelligent an animal is the more folds that they have oh. well that that's what oh, they okay. think is so the, connected the to intelligence sort of thing yeah. yeah okay so dan's brain would be quite smooth well that's a bit of a leap hey. maybe yeah. oh, i see what you've done there yeah. no but, i think that's a bit of a i think it's a leap to in yeah, but they are looking into that. Yeah, they're oh, looking into it. It's, it's a, they're looking into oh, it. It's not maybe a not fact. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, surface area is not like okay. no. Okay, but there you go. They um their their brains are quite small. They're, and 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 smooth. There are a few folds, crinkles, but not a lot. Okay, and yeah. are they bicameral, like two sides, like ours, left right brain? Yeah, but it's not as defined. Not as defined. Okay, it kind of is. I'm trying to think about it. Yeah, it is. It's just. Not as yeah, you can't sit there and go, oh, that's definitely the that's where it stops. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Do they have a corpus callosum? Do they have a the, the connecting like the like? Cause, you know, we we see these two very defined hemispheres and the bit down the bottom that sort of holds. No, together. I don't think they do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh yeah, mm. they have olfactory bulbs, telencephalon. They have a massive optic tectum, which is for seeing. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, because yep. they're fish. That makes sense. Yep. They have to see a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> or die, I suppose. Yes. And now fish eyes are flat, aren't they? Because so, our eyes are round, so that we can oh, focus. Rays no, they're pretty fish round. Eyes. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, I thought fish had eyeballs too. I normal. thought the yeah. le- I thought the lens was flat, so that no, it's not. Light... Oh, it's okay. a little ball. Oh, uh, it, no, no. Well, yeah, the, the inside know. of the eye is like this tiny little ball. It's All really right, okay. cool. You squish them out. Go- I'm going back to that book that was published for kids in 1982, and I am going to write them a sternly <laughs> in time. It looks flat. I thought it was like goggles. You know how goggles are flat, are flat, so that you can see out them. I don't know a lot about I, their eyes. I, yeah, I, I have to look into I'm looking the curving. Up. Maybe it curves the other way. Might even curve the other way. That's Ooh. crazy. I, th- I thought they had eyeballs. They can move their eyes around. No, I, yeah. they've got balls, but the, they don't the, have I eyelids. The, I thought that their, their pupils were flat, so that I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I don't think uh, you know so. what? I don't know let's, what I'm talking let's talk about. Let's talk to the expert about what she knows I'm about. I'm not an expert. Except, except, the non, except the non-expert, what he doesn't know about. Right. I'm not an expert. Just want to point that out there. I'm not oh, an expert. So, so we have this. So we have this. So the, you cut the brain up, and you're looking for signs of. of um, we're looking at cortisol. We're looking. What's cortisol? It is a stress hormone. Stress hormone, okay. We're looking at a lot of inflammatory hormones and enzymes and stuff like that. So we're looking at interleukin beta, which is involved in fever. Mm -hmm. So it's produced during fever, and they're not sure if it causes fever or if it's just a byproduct from fever once it's found very high levels in people who have prolonged febrile seizures. Okay, so we don't know if it's correlation or causation. We don't know. Yeah. It's always there, but we don't know if it's But I, there have been studies where they have induced seizures with interleukin beta, mm, okay. which is pretty cool. Oh, okay. Um, so, they did it in rats. Rats too. Rats are So is, uh, is fever the only way that you induce the seizure? Or could um, you, like, it... show them Japanese anime or something? <laughs> We're also working with uh, doing other seizures with chemicals. 
but a true febrile seizure is fever-induced. Right. So my work, my own personal work, is in pentaline tetrazole, which is a chemical which attacks the hippocampus and the amygdala and causes seizures. So it causes cell death. Okay. In the brain. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Mm. I've spent many an hour in my sad little lab inducing seizures in these poor little fish. Oh. Hey, kids, be a scientist. <laughs> so in your lab, I, I have a I have a, I have a tiny little lab. It sits on the yeah. top of Animal House and it's just me and it's like 37 degrees and 65% humidity. Maybe they're and testing it's just, fever just, just on you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm. Oh, wow. What a, what but, a, a blind, double blind study. <laughs> I, I have a very romantic notion of your office because I imagine great big fish tanks full of happy no, little zebra fish. That's, that's the Seddon facility. Like, we have uh, a fish facility that's, like, really nice and there's all the fish everywhere and that's where they do all the mating and all the cleaning and all the raising. That's... My lab is where they go to die. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you kill them or do they come to you killed? I kill them. You kill them. I have to... I do behavioural studies and then... <laughs> what, what? What? Do you, you put a gun to my... Okay, Jimmy the fish, I'm going to kill... I'm going to kill Jenna the fish. How do you... Oh, Please kill me! Don't kill her! I love her! Ah, uh, bang! They don't um, die after the seizures. I oh, have to okay. kill them right. because it's the humane thing to do. Also, they say. So the, how do you kill them? As a vegetarian, I'm freaking out a little bit. Oh, here. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Look, science moves forward. I understand. How do we? Um, how do we? How do you kill them? Like with a mallet? No. Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> You're a terrible. We just use a neurotoxin. <laughs> a neurotoxin. <laughs> And I'm a terrible person. So, so you, honestly, you put a neurotoxin. Yeah, we do in the water. In the water, um, we well, get we get a beaker. I have a beaker called a death jar. <laughs> is it like the Green Dream? Is it like like uh, one of the you know dogs and cats down with? No, oh, no. Okay, it's, okay. Um, Tell me, it's, it's got it's a little skull and crossbones it on it. It Does oh, oh yes. We need a picture of this. Can um, we, have, we have a picture of this. It's possible. Uh, I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> if not, I'll, I'll replicate it. That's awesome. Oh, um, it's it. just like a little like urine container and it's just I've put death jar on it. Right, don't do not drink. Yeah, oh, I have to clean it because it, it gets gross from all the deadness. <laughs> so you don't pour it into the tank, you put the fish in the... In, in the... the jar. Oh, You I put see. the fish in the jar with yep. tricane or MS222, which is a neurotoxin. It basically over-anesthetizes them. Oh, I see. So okay. they become disorientated and mm. die. So oh. it's quite quick. Yeah. It happens in about two seconds. I'm sure it, oh, okay. they're not in pain. They sort of drift off. They just get a bit disorientated. And... How can you tell a fish side down? How, how can you tell? <laughs> Three centimeter fish is because <laughs> it swims upside down. Oh, it sort of swims oh. sideways and then upside down oh, and then floats to sad. the bottom. I feel it really has trouble orienting itself. <laughs> Orient. Yes, yes, that's, that's the word, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Orienteering, orientation, yes. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, they so get a little upside-downy, <laughs> as you said. <laughs> that's how we tell. I, I like the idea that there's a, there's a chart in the room that says, how dead is your fish? Is it 70 degrees off center? 90 degrees, 180, then your fish is dead. It's 70 degrees, it's just sleeping. Oh, uh, Sometimes they do that when they seize, they go upside down. Oh. And the, you can just see their gills. So um, I'll tell you about the different levels of seizure behavior Please in do. PTZ. Yes. Because it's, it's quite important. So what, that'd be good to have something quite important on the podcast. Yeah. So what I'm <laughs> surprise. So what I'm looking at is different concentrations of PTZ. So I'm looking at five millimolars, ten millimolars, and fifteen millimolars. Okay. And my okay. actual. Okay, just for the audience, what's a molar? Oh man! Uh, mol- Don't make me. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. A molar is the amount of. It's like it's it, the concentration. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a, it, molar, a molar mass is is the amount of substance in it, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, well, of, yeah. Up to a certain. Up it's certain it's for solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. just how many grams. Yeah. Per, so basically. Per yeah. liter. Exactly. exactly That's amounts. a molar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know lots of chemists just got really upset because they didn't. I, I, I'm physics trained, so I think chemistry is insane. Too very too difficult. So um, yeah. if you want to read it in yellow, it's about molar mass. It's I understand, but yeah, it's, it's too advanced for you, Mister. No, no, up no. Up and down hills, man. Up and it down can hills, also man. be mass and yeah. you know levers. Molars did really, yes. I must. Say, when I was at university, I hated the concept of molar, and anybody at high school was like, oh, molar, get to work at molar mass. Anyway, so millimolars. So you're looking at certain concentration of what's PTZ again? Sorry, pentaline tetrazole. It is a. It attacks the hippocampus. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's it, okay. it crosses the blood-brain barrier and attacks Ooh. their brain. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Nom, nom, the brain. Yeah, it's not so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't have that then. Yeah, wear gloves. <laughs> right. Don't touch it. Okay, and and don't eat it. 
Can I, can I go through your skin? Uh, I'm not sure. I wouldn't want to find out. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. I Great. change my gloves regularly. Yeah. Regular. Do you have to wear a respirator oh, or anything like that? Or no, um, I just wear goggles and the full-on badass lab coat. Awesome. Yeah. So you know you're a scientist. Um, yeah. Scientist, yeah. I feel really badass when I walk around and then I'm like, ha science! <laughs> I'm Dr. Horrible. For <laughs> the Tesla coils. <laughs> Let's kill some fish for science. Where's yeah. my death jar? <laughs> Back off, I'm a scientist. Excellent. Uh, so okay, so you have this. So so you have this. Uh, this you... Different concentrations, yeah. and I um I'm also testing different wild types of fish. So I'm, I'm okay. my actual experiment is looking at the differences between in seizure behavior using PTZ mm-hmm. between different wild types of zebrafish. So there's actually okay. different wild types. There's mm. wicks, TLs, and AVs that I'm working with. They're just slightly different. They mm. look different. Their behaviors are different. Um. So actually, one's a bird. One's, one's an underwater bird. Yes. Stop. <laughs> Keep going. Hey, Don't get derailed by me. It made no sense. It's designed. <laughs> Wait, where's a jar? Where's a jar? It might think it's an underwater bird. Yeah. yeah. We don't know what's going on in a little fishy's head as it's dying. Anyway. So, yeah, different concentrations <laughs> of PTZ. Yep. Basically, I'm looking at how they react to each concentration and which causes different levels of seizure behaviour. So basically there's a hierarchy of seizure behaviour that's been identified by quite a few people, also in rats. Mm. And it's based on the arachine scale. So it starts off with hyperactivity. So the fish dart around quite rapidly. Um, mm. They just seem a little stressed out. Then they start circling and then okay. they have spasms. So spasms are, are pretty obvious. Mm. Like they just... Yeah. Shudder. Shudder. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know why I moved when I did that. That was a bit weird. <laughs> but she did. <laughs> there you go. Um, then they circle and then yeah. they do corkscrew behavior. So basically they have a massive seizure. So, so, they, so you mean they, they circle but go up and down as well? They go up. Oh, so they okay. go to the top of the tank and then they almost jump out of the tank wow. and then circle downwards. And yeah. then they have a freezing belt, which can last up to three seconds. Wow. More than, it's It's... Three seconds or longer of lying on their side with just their gills um, moving. Mm. So that's a sign of a full hierarchy. They've had a full seizure. Mm. And the freezing bout is a really good indicator of brain damage, basically. Mm. Mm. Right. So, <laughs> okay. That's Everyone sounds so sad after <laughs> hearing that. It is really sad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't enjoy it. It's not like I sit there and go... Yeah. God damn it, seize faster. Oh, I have done I, that before. <laughs> but besides, besides. It's not as if you were like coming out of a, a cinema with your parents in Crime Alley. And, like a, and, a, and a fish leapt out and shot them dead. And now you're going to like get revenge on them for all the time. It's some sort of... Fish man. Some, that's fish. <laughs> that's yeah. how Aquaman started, man. <laughs> <laughs> just really lame, Batman. Right. King of the sea, huh? No, no. no. I just kills every fish. <laughs> It's my mind. It's <laughs> my mind powers. That's it. You got a jar. You put it in the water. Shut up. <laughs> jar to you. So what? Do you know how hard it is to put something in a jar underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Diffusion's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> is that science? Is that five millimolars? <laughs> Screw you! It's the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, <laughs> once again, there's a chemist out there going, "Greg, why I got it wrong? <laughs> I did. Man, I'm better." You suck at chemistry. See, I never say anything that even approaches science, so that's why I never have to do the walk of shame. This is very true. So what are you hoping to get out of all this? This all sweet fish torture. Um, horrible way it's to put research. it. It's not research. fish torture. Research. I do not honestly think, yes, that you are not doing fish torture. Hopefully my, my PhD and my honours mm. degree will be um, along this research, I really hope. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Jeremy, get me a job. <laughs> Jeremy? My supervisor. Okay. Can you get everyone a job? <laughs> Jeremy, can you get everyone a job? Jeremy's a cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's in a suit. He's a cat who organises this research just to <laughs> f*** with fish. <laughs> we, oh, wow, we went surreal. That we, yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah, we're now in a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> Sorry. Right. No, I just, I like the notion that she's never actually seen her boss. And when she finally finds the boss who encourages her and gets her to kill fish all day. Yes. Is actually a cat who's like, okay. <laughs> yes. Matt, uh, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, I finished my research. Perfect. Why do you do that dumb joke all the time? I am. <laughs> Pet me, my pretty. <laughs> That's sexual harassment. 
bring me. Not... I'm not really dissecting the fish. I'm collecting them for eats. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Little cans. Anyway, don't don't, it... don't encourage us. Yeah. <laughs> and if he's not a cat. Then don't scratch his tummy. No, no, no. Oh, that'd just be a little awkward. It's an ethics thing yeah. again. No, it's like a sexual that, harassment I like the fact thing. That it's a little bit awkward. <laughs> that's maybe a little bit awkward. Wow. Yeah, so we, we should... you work is pretty hardcore, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> not in that way. Not in that way. Oh, oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, oh, okay. oh. Edit the letter. Yeah. You're going to Foot in the mouth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm hoping that if there is any significant difference between wild types and zebrafish, mm. that we'll be able to do some genetics work. And work out why they fit differently. Yeah, well, why they, they seize differently. So and... why the round fish doesn't fit in the square <laughs> hole. Why the underwater bird fish. Why the round is... fish doesn't uh... fit, in the, fit in the square. Don't you don't, judge me, Beeston. Hang on, what? Yeah. Why the round fish <laughs> yeah. doesn't fit fit in the square hole. Oh, uh, that was, epileptic yeah, fit. Yeah, but see. also fit in the... That was uh, terrible. You're That's not true. a good person. <laughs> so do you have fish? Yeah, I have a pet fish. I actually missed my fish while I was I went on Christmas holidays. So I came back and bought a... It was a Japanese Siamese fighting fish. <gasps> yeah, I only have one. His name is Lime. Yeah, you don't, you he don't... is not green at all. I'm a no. His name is Lemon, and he's not yellow at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little special. <laughs> and you can only have one of those. Don't they get really aggressive and murder other fish? Yeah, like you. Yeah, so, like, 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 <laughs> so it's we're, like it's, it's me and, and a fish. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. just like she just looks doesn't look like you, but she also kills fish. That's oh. okay. I have a derpy cat, so that's pretty pretty much me as well. <laughs> Derpy cat fish killer. Yeah. He um he got poured into the um, washing machine one time. He hides in baskets, and I poured him in. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So all I heard was when I poured like all my clothes into oh, okay. the washing on. machine. No, oh, oh, and I almost took him to uni. I almost took him to uni because he hid in my bag. Oh, that'd be awesome. No, it wasn't. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> He's a rat bag. <laughs> right. So, you, so your credentials of animal lover are dropping quite quickly, I'd like to point out. Uh, oh. <laughs> I put a cat in a washing machine. It was an accident. That's right. Accident. That's right. There are caveats. There are caveats. I have a murderous fish in a bowl, and my boss may or may not be a cat. So I'm not terribly sure what's going on. Can this be translated into for humans? Or are we just helping fish owners the world over? Not my own research, mm-hmm. but definitely my supervisor's research. And what's um, he working on? Um, he's doing a zebrafish atlas. His project is zebrafish atlas. So they're basically mapping the brain of oh, zebrafish. Right. I, th- I think you meant like zebrafish where they were found around the world. No, yes, you mean, they, you... were, they were totally doing that. No, 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 no I wasn't being silly. Honestly, I honestly thought that's what you meant. So you mean like all the parts of a zebrafish's brain? Yeah. Break it down. Yeah, think. he's oh. done some pretty he's awesome... genetically he's... creating a fish that can carry a ball on its back. Uh... Uh, uh, I get it. That, that's an atlas. <laughs> atlas. Fish. Oh, so, yeah, atlas. very good. Uh, that's, that's not bad. That was late. I was not being serious. <laughs> no, <that> was... <laughs> so, I do um, not think that's uh, what he does. Uh, I'll just mention my supervisor's name. Please do. Because he's a really awesome guy and mm. I wouldn't be into his research. So his name is Dr. Jeremy Ullman. He's pretty awesome. He's done some pretty kick-ass research. Mm-hmm. And his boss is Professor David Rutens. And, and he's is... the director of the Centre for Advanced Imaging. Oh, okay. And so all this research, that's the whole point. You're saying that your research might not uh, have direct connections to humans. but, um, but Mine but... won't, but his definitely will. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So for... but these these things, though, they're, once again, you'll be like a building block that someone else could then use later on oh, yeah. to build off it. It, it just means useless. I'm not going to sit there and go, this has a direct application, but someone no. else will find a way to use it. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's yeah. Good. Okay. Well, it's... it's... It's not just for the sake of science. Mm, it is. Mm. It is fun. <laughs> not fun. Not killing fish. Mm-hmm. Oh, killing fish Jenny, is fun. But the result. The Jenny, result. Yeah, that's right. Jenny, the only reason Maddie made that that caveat them is because we gave each other a look. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible people. <laughs> this is true. Um, it's, it's taken you nearly 30 minutes of, of this interview to wake that one up. <laughs> science is great, and mm. I think that a lot of people think I get really angry if they can't see the direct connection between helping people and your research. Mm, mm. It's not saying that it won't be used later on. It definitely will be. Yep. It's just you won't go out. And that's not your area. Yeah, it's not my area. Yeah, sure. No, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, that's pretty cool. And people are like, how can you live with yourself without he- you're not helping people and stuff like that? And I'm just like, oh, yeah. shut your face. You work at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, there we go. How do, I live with, how, how do I live with myself? I don't drink from this jar. 
Death jar. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I live every day. Death jar. Death jar. Uh, That's cool. So we, we learned today about epilepsy, mm-hmm. and we learned today about chemicals in the brain that cause epilepsy. I now know how to cause a zebrafish to fit. Yeah, that's, that's a dark thing. They I use caffeine as well. Really high levels of caffeine. So do I. What do you yeah, use it for? They they use that for killing fish. Oh, for killing fish. <laughs> oh, seizing fish. Oh, okay, right. Oh, there you go. They oh, generally wow. die. <laughs> okay. Wow. This has been one of the darkest what? interviews we've ever had. <laughs> what other animals have seizures? Rats and mice can have seizures. Yeah. Yeah. People. My boss has done some work. I wasn't sure if it was an epilepsy, but he's done it with barramundi. Which is pretty cool. That's hmm. that's an interesting one. That's a big fish. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to say that the most annoying thing was because you had like the big tanks and stuff like that, you come in and over the weekend and something would really smell. It's because the barramundi was so huge that they could jump out of the tanks <gasps> and hide underneath desks and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no. Not for long. So they had to put nets over so them and stuff like that. When you like, say hide, I mean, if, 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 <laughs> I, if I die in this room and you guys leave, it, I'm not technically hiding there. No, well, let's well, just happen where they live. Well, depends what you flop under. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the definition of hiding, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, it, it would happen all the time. They, they wouldn't be able to find them. They were just like, oh, God, something really stinks and I can't find it and this is awful. And it's a dead fish. Yeah, but... Looking, look, looking on, the, on one hand confused as it died, but also, like, really happy with itself. Like, ha they'll never find me here. I know that... Um, I haven't thought this through. I don't know that um, dogs and cats can have seizures as well. I'm pretty sure... I, actually, no, no, I can say from personal experience, dogs can. Yeah, oh, I, I had a dog. so sad. Yeah, I had a dog with a, with a brain tumour and, oh. and it had seizures, yes. He had seizures, poor thing. I'm pretty sure everything but that's that's potential. The, but that's not epilepsy. That was a, a tumor in the brain. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure everything. Yeah, uh, most sense. animals probably not rocks. Pro- rocks probably can't have seizures. <laughs> You've heard it here first. <laughs> rocks don't have seizures. <laughs> uh, it, would, it would make sense to me, but apropos, not apropos, I haven't but, but sat I've, down and like yeah, researched anything that. with a brain. I think would probably if fish can um, do it. Why can't? Why can't? It just else? depends on what kinds of seizures as ah, well, because you right. have to have certain brain areas to have certain types of seizures. Okay, that you'd makes have more to sense. have the hippocampus. Yeah, you'd have okay. to have the amygdala. Yeah, or mm. at least something that is similar. Whereas, because zebrafish don't actually have a hippocampus and an amygdala, they have a telencephalon which is made up of a pallium and subpallium, which have Ooh. similar, they cause mm. similar behaviours. Same structure. Same, yeah, they, similar, uh, well, they, they, they do the same thing, mm. basically, okay. as a hippocampus. Would it be door. fair to say, if we've had a common ancestor with a zebrafish at some point, so would that mean that what we call, what, what is now the hippocampus and the amygdala in our common ancestor would have been this, what's it called, the tele... Telencephalon. Telencephalon. Would that, so that, that simply, did the hippocampus and the amygdala evolve from telencephalon? I'd, tel- I'd tel- say so, mm. yeah. Okay, that's a, that, I can see that too. Okay, cool. Don't quote me on that. Okay. <laughs> Quick, walk of shame. No, we don't walk of shame our guests ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you totally should. Don't we? <laughs> totally should. No, we but shouldn't. They're just always right. Yeah, so always, yeah, that's right. That's, that's, that's right, no, yeah. No, I can be wrong quite a lot. <laughs> okay, well, I hope you're not wrong about the fact that rocks don't have seizures because yeah, that's that what be, I've grocked on to. That would be really worrying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Maddie O'Leary, for coming on the podcast and putting us around how to kill a fish and other things that you talked about as well. Oh, uh, yay. <laughs> Thank you so much to Madeline O'Leary. That was two and a half years ago Woo-hoo! that we did that. We sounded so young, so yeah. full of promise. Yeah. Oh, oh, the whole world was ahead of us then. The good thing is that now there'll be literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds more people listening to that episode. Absolutely. Who, who go, we're not going to go back that far ever again. No, that was I episode think, 44. Was a terrible a... thing. I'm always very surprised. I never know how to respond to people who go, hi, we've discovered your podcast. We're so glad there's five years of material. We're going to ro- go right back from the start. And I never know how to write in a polite way. Oh, God, no! No! It's like, uh, start with at least episode two. No, no, two, two, fifty, sixty, maybe. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Episode one was such a... It was mess. It was. That's that's okay. It, it was a technical mess because the microphones didn't sync up, and I, all my audio sounded like Dalek stuff. I had to go back, cut it out, and then re-record it. That's I had right. to listen back to my Dalek voice and go, "Oh, Greg, that's quite good." All the laughs in that are fake. It's me <laughs> sitting there by myself in the lounge room going, "Ha ha, oh ho ho," and trying to mimic my own natural laugh. From a terrible recording. Good times, good times. Excellent. Now we're backing up. We've got. I'm, I'm, right. I'm literally recording this twice at the same time. And we've got a whole studio audience ready to laugh at our jokes. Yeah, they're still really quiet. Really though. quiet. Really Eyes quiet. Low. No, nothing. That's Son a, of a. Oh, well, fair enough. We should pay them more. That's what it is. 
You have been listening to Dan at smartenough.org. And Greg at smartenough.org. Catch us on Twitter, SE2KB. And Facebook, SE2KB. Get into iTunes, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. And subscribe. And leave a comment. <gasps> leave a comment. Just do one on one day, one on the other day. It won't tax you too much. While you're Netflixing and flixing? Netflixing and chilling. Uh-huh. Netflix thing sounds like a like a Dr. Seuss book or a <laughs> or a limerick, like a poem by Spike Milligan. Oh, there you go. Netflixing and chill. Mm. Anyway, while you're doing that, you can before you, before you, you start macking with your loved ones, you can write us a little little comment about hi, I'm about to Netflix and chill. When I'm Netflixing and chill, I like to also listen to a podcast. I don't know how I've got an idea. Did you watch the Netflix thing? Yes, I waxed it lyrically about the Netflix thing. I sing about the Netflix thing. I'd get Netflix. Would you get Netflix? Fox in Socks got not Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm confused. You can go along to smartenough.org and you can comment there and check out the show notes. Mm-hmm. Don't know what show notes there will be. I'll find them. I'll just make some stuff up. <laughs> There'll be a link to Kinetic Sand. Yay! Definitely. Yay, excellent. We'll definitely sell that. There's actually another one called Moon Sand as well. Look at Moon Sand. Yeah, yeah. Moon Sand is pretty good as well. It's, yeah, moon you sand can pour it like, into your rocket and it'll just stop. It's a, <laughs> moon Sand. It's kind of like Magic Sand, but it's kind of more pory. It pours more through your hands. So it's a solid thing that sort of becomes like a liquid. It's not a non-Newtonian fluid, but it's it just kind of pours it. It's very cool. Look at Moon Sand. Anyway, well, I got an idea. It's regalicious. Um, is that the stuff that you pour into fish tanks and it go, looks like it's wet? Underwater, no, and then no, you pull it out and it's dry. No, no, no. That's so oh. many types of sand. Oh, that, that's also magic sand. Yeah, it's all magic sand. This, all is magic kinet- sand. this is called kinetic sand. Oh, kinetic sand. Sorry. No, this is moon sand. What I'm talking about is moon sand. There's magic sand, which doesn't get wet because it's surrounded by a, an air, surrounds it with an air bubble. And then there's kinetic sand, which one Dan's talking about. And there's moon sand, which is different again. They're all cool. Buy them all. Enjoy. By the way, we don't sell them. We're not, not Mix our them together. Uh, I bet they wouldn't. Oh, kaboom! <laughs> kaboom! <laughs> and as we always like to say, we're going to science the shit out of this! Oh my, yeah, yeah, I, I am, I am always going to say that. <laughs> it, it, the internet, it's like pendulums its, it's way through the universe. It can never just go, hmm, that's, that was pretty good. But you get people like, it was like Jesus took a dump in my mouth. And then, and then, and then, it, then it's, then, wait, I can't figure out what, uh... that's a good thing. Christians are okay, okay. And then, and then. <laughs> And he's, he's the son of God. You, you will, it, would, it would be like cotton candy. Uh, and no, it wouldn't. It'd be like a dump. <laughs> but it'd be Jesus. You're not a Christian, obviously. Well, I am. That's a horrible thing. Oh, right. oh, so if the blood turns into wine. Stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. Chocolate mousse. Chocolate um, <laughs> You told me to stop, and then you come up with chocolate mousse. Come on. <laughs> Teachers will suck up to you. Those teachers hate me. Really? Yeah. That's dumb. I, I'm, a, I'm a physics teacher by trade, and and you always suck up to the lab tech because you go, you end up going, I can't, I need the, I can't help, <laughs> please. They, they hate me. Make you it to, happen. You need to withhold more often. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, they only just oh, you want some think? distilled water, do you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. How about you'll get some sulfuric acid? Yeah, that's right. Thanks. <laughs> wow. What? Maybe what? I think I think I think we're on a spectrum here, and I think Dan's being a little bit too wussy, and you've gone right off the crazy scale. Let's pull somewhere in the middle somewhere. Just holding back distilled water. Ooh. No. Ooh. <laughs> Jump for it. Jump for it. Because otherwise people go, why are we listening to this person? We already had two idiots. Who's the third one? <laughs> Not the, well, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. I didn't mean... See, you were doing really well. No, no, what I meant was, <laughs> if you okay. didn't say who you were, then they'd say they'd that. They'd be like, but... why we're listening to you, you sound like a simpleton. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... I think that's what you're no. saying. Look, there's still water. Jump for it. <laughs> I'm recording this too. That's great. Uh, oh, it's all, really? It's all down. You've got to tell people. <laughs> oh, we've started you've recording. To, you've got to. As long as one person in the room knows that, that a conversation has been recorded, it's legal. Oh, that's horrible. I know, yeah. Is that how people... because the cop... is the cop knows. Yes. It's all fine. Is... It's fine. But that means Dan can record us in a room, and as long as Dan knows, it's okay. You're like, that's a bit messed up. Yeah, Do I have to nice. say no, if you ask? No. Oh, if you Are ask, you recording yes. me? No. Yes, you'd have to say, yes, I am. But if oh, but I'm not a cop. No, no, you're not, no, no. How do we know that? If you're a cop, you have to tell Good me. Question. Now look at him, he's not a cop. He's Maybe smiling. Maybe he's repressed that. I watched a lot of 21 Jump Street <laughs> when I was a kid. That explains why you hang out at high schools. Well, I hope it's why you hang out at high schools. Yes, that oh. explains why I hang out at high schools. <laughs> Ew.
remember you, you have to get, get in fairly close. Shut up. As well, you Shut work. up, Dan. <laughs> there you go. Is that close enough? You look like some kind of weird DJ. I don't. Yeah, why, why don't you just have a stroke? <laughs> By weird, you mean crap, don't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yay, we have an alliance already. I've turned the tide of paddle against you. You've gone a bit quieter than you normally speak because people do that with microphones. Oh, I just get really scared. <laughs> <laughs> we, are quite, we are blocking the exit. I, so <laughs> I get higher pitched when I get scared. <laughs> That's pretty much, that was me. Thanks for having me <laughs> and making me sound like a serial killer. <laughs> you did that. <laughs> that wasn't us. We just made ourselves seem worse. Welcome to episode 10... Oh, we don't have a, an intro yet, do we? We don't have an intro, no. We had one, then someone let us down. God damn you, girl clumsy. That's right. Gosh, you go and get us Optimus Prime and yeah. Sir Bob Geldof, and then yeah. you drop the... Ball. You did. We're, we're, we're upset now. Uh, I'm so upset. This gift horse is f- <laughs> The whole mouth is just a complete abomination. <laughs> Brush your teeth, gift horse. She would hate being called that. <laughs> Good clumsy. Gift horse. It's better than cash cow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Animals women don't like to be compared with. Horses. Cows. <laughs> Actually, any animal. Dugongs are probably on that Dugongs, list. Dugongs, yeah. If you... uh, parrot. Parrot, no. Yeah. Uh, can, you think of a, can you think of an animal that a girl would want to be called? A gazelle? Yeah, yeah. maybe. A lion. Lioness. Lioness. Yeah. There you go. Grasshopper? No. Um, Beetle? Praying mantis? No, they don't. It's a spider. No. Just biting the heads off men after sex? Um, uh, owl? Owl, they're quite wise. I think, I think a night owl? Though they wouldn't mind too oh, okay. much. So there's something cool. Um, it's not just, I, look, can I just point out this is not a woman thing. This is just fish humans. in the sea. Human. Everything you said, every any animal you just said then, men wouldn't want to be compared to you. I can't see men. Gorilla. Dugongs. Yeah, well, men might want yeah, gorilla. Yeah, men, men would be men like, might, yeah, gorilla. gorilla yeah, men yeah, would be yeah. like, get out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Well, um, damselfish. So you could say men gor- wouldn't want to be called a damselfish. You, you could say that gorillas are a mist. Gorillas are a mist. No, no, no. Wow. Yeah, sorry. Ouch. I am quite ill. You may No, both. okay, that'd that's, do it. That's a... <laughs> I, was... I would do it. <laughs> well, this, this intro of the podcast will be long. 